Welcome to Broadway Radio's Tell Me More. I'm your host, Matt Tiamanini. Here on Tell Me More, we strive to talk about projects and topics that don't often get covered on theater podcasts. Today, that's going to be a little easier than normal, because we're not exactly going to be talking about something theatrical. On today's episode, I am exercising a bit of my prerogative as the host of this show, and while we venture outside of the theatrical world, my guest and I definitely will be talking about theater quite a bit. But the unforeseeable, fortuitous timing of our conversation gave our chat a bit of a different focus, but a lot more excitement. Today, I have the absolute joy of talking to one of my favorite stars of stage and screen, both here in the United States and in his native Mexico, Jaime Camille. While he had a hugely successful career in Mexico, he rose to fame in the United States as Rogelio de la Vega on my favorite TV show, Jane the Virgin. Now, if you don't watch Jane, first off, shame on you. Uh, The first four seasons are on Netflix. Catch up now. Secondly, Rogelio is the title character's long-lost father who returns to her life as an adult. He's a telenovela star who is incredibly confident in both his skill and his good looks, but he's also a bit naive. But Rogelio is one of the sweetest, most caring, and genuinely decent characters on TV, much to Jaime's credit. Jaime has also voiced the role of Fernando in The Secret Life of Pets, Miguel's father in the Oscar-winning Disney film Coco, and the Chupacabra in Hotel Transylvania 3. On stage, he made his Broadway debut in Latina Logs all the way back in 2005 after the Broadway-bound musical The Mambo Kings that he was starring in never actually came in. He returned to the main stem in 2016 as Billy Flynn in Chicago, a role which he also played for a couple of tour stops in South Florida. Jaime also played Sam Carmichael on the Hollywood Bulls production of Mamma Mia two summers ago, which we will get into quite a bit. Now, Jane the Virgin is currently in the middle of its final season on The CW. I'm a few episodes behind, so no spoilers, please. But this past week, we learned that Jaime won't be off of your TVs for very long, as his new CBS sitcom, Broke, was announced to be joining the iNetwork's primetime schedule in early 2020. Now, I spoke to Jaime earlier this spring, literally minutes after it was announced that CBS had ordered the pilot to be filmed, which at that point it was called Riches to Rags. The joy, which is a signature trait of Jaime's, was so infectious in hearing him still be in the midst of processing the news that he was going to get a chance to film this pilot that we now know eventually got picked up to series. Now, before we get to the interview, there's a bit of profanity, so be forewarned. And we do talk about some spoilers from the season four finale of Jane. So if you haven't gotten there and you're binging yet, maybe wait until you've gotten to that point to listen to this episode. And finally, for those not versed in the Jane the Virgin world, uh, in this episode, we mentioned Brett Dyer, who played Jane's detective husband, Michael, who died of a heart attack in season three of the show. And Rogelio also very much considered Michael his BFF. Okay, that's all I have to tell you to prepare you for this episode. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jaime Camille. Hey, Matt, how are you, brother? I'm doing great. How are you? Can you imagine how am I feeling after the <laughs> the, the deadline uh, press release that came out 30 minutes ago? I, I know. I'm sitting <laughs> I'm sitting here waiting to talk to you, making sure I've got all my notes ready, and this news pops into my and inbox. It's, it, it felt like kismet that I was going to talk to you this afternoon. So congratulations. This is it exciting. Is incredible. You know, it means a lot because you if, you if you ask me about it, you will be the first ever journalist. I, I speak about this ever. So you will probably 
bring me uh, uh, you know a, a lot of a lot of good vibes and, and <laughs> luck and energy. So thank you for that. <laughs> well, that's perfect. I'm going to put that on my resume actually. So um, definitely. So, <laughs> so so tell me about it. I, I remember that you being attached to this was announced a couple months ago, but now that CBS is officially. Yeah ordered the pilot you're teaming back up again uh with jenny snyder ehrman from from jane the virgin and uh this yeah. is going to be for cbs uh, tell tell us about the show is it still called riches to rags or is it got a new title what's what's going on i think apparently that that's still going to be the title but but as you read on the on the press release uh cbs mentioned that it has a a working title or something so yeah. i don't i don't want to jump the gun on that but uh but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going. I mean, uh, of the record, I'm pretty sure it's going to still be 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 named uh, "Riches to Rags." Uh, <clears throat> but let's see. I mean, I'm you know, you know yeah. but I, I'm just extremely happy and, and thankful. And you know, it's so difficult to wrap um, so many feelings of gratitude and, and 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 so many and so much excitement and and all the wonderful words that I can come up right now. Uh, you know, of, of happiness and excitement and joy. Etc. Into into one single word, which is thank you, uh, yeah. or being grateful, and and that's you know it's just amazing. It's uh, I love Jenny Ehrman deeply. We have become dear friends throughout uh, five years of a wonderful relationship we've had with uh, with Jane. Thanks to Jane, uh, I just recently met Alex Hirschlag, who as you know is executive producer of Will and Grace, mm-hmm. and he's a beautiful, beautiful man, and he has a very kind soul. And, and he's just an amazing, talented, beyond talented writer, as well as Jenny. And, and then can you imagine being on, on CBS, which is the most important network in the world? Uh, and, and they are so uh, amazing at doing like the, 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 the multicams. I mean, brother, I can go on and on and on and on <laughs> uh, uh, about the gratitude and the excitement that I'm feeling right now. But I don't want to I don't want to bore you with it. No, no <laughs> with, I love it. And that's with my feeling. No, I, I love it. As a as a tremendous fan uh, of yours, not only as an actor, but as a person, that's one of the things that I enjoy Thank you. Uh, so much from you is your excitement and your passion for things. And uh, <laughs> I want to talk about that. I want to I talk about some of that stuff here in a minute. But when you mentioned Jenny and Alex, and I, it just feels like that combination of what Jenny's been able to do with Jane the Virgin and what Alex has done with Will and Grace and writing for Modern Family, that seems like that's just the perfect melding of shows that are very unique in this day and age that are very funny, very smart, but also heartfelt and have a, a deeper Definitely. message about connection and about family. And that's why Jane, the Virgin, I'm, yeah. I, I try not to uh, be a fan as much, uh, you know, in my job, but uh, Jane, the Virgin is my favorite show on TV. I, I love what you guys are able to do with that. Um, talk about what this new show is and how kind of, I would, I would imagine those kind of that DNA is still going to be there in this new show. Yes. Well, you're, with, all, with, your, with your description, that was extremely accurate. You just hit the nail right on the head. It's exactly that. It's exactly that. I, I cannot add anything more to, to what you just told me. It's the perfect combination of heart and comedy and, and, uh, and you know, a little bit of slapstick here and a slapstick there, but a lot of heart. I mean, it's just, the, I'm telling you, I'm a, I'm, I'm a junkie for scripts. I love to read scripts, and I'm a, and I'm a fan of, of good books. And when I read the script, man, I was like, oh, my God, this is so beautiful and so gorgeous and so funny. <laughs> and so but again, I mean, you know, you want to go like, yeah, dudes, of course it is. It's your show. You <laughs> yeah. have to be <laughs> you have to say these things. But I'm also very objective. 
I'm also very objective, but uh, so I would like, so I like to think. But uh, <laughs> but I think it is it is it is a beautiful, beautiful script. Believe me, it, um, it, everything is there. Everything is on the pages, just like we have on Jane. Everything is on the pages. As you know, we don't ad lib a single coma or a period when it comes to Jane. We say absolutely everything that is on the page. We never go off script. Why? Because everything's there. The 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 the, the, the brilliance and, and the, the talent and, 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 and the storytelling, it's all there. You don't have to go anywhere but there, you know, but the book. Yeah. And I think that's is going to be kind of be the same thing uh, with with this new project, hopefully. Well, and I think what's so interesting about this next step and looking back on on this as kind of a the next logical progression of your your time on Jane, for those of us in you know the United States who maybe were just introduced to you uh, because of Jane, yeah. they don't. I don't think people realize what a career both on stage and screen that you had uh, in, in Mexico and then to come to the U S and not only to have, um, you know, to be a major part of this beloved show on the CW, but then to say, okay, you're recognized for that. And then to have opportunities to do things on stage, which I want to talk about. And then to, to like you said, have a sitcom, a pilot for a sitcom on the most watched network in the world. What does that trajectory been over the last five six years that has to be incredible for an artist it is it is incredible uh i don't think it has come out of nowhere because as you know I, i've been doing this exactly. for over 25 years and and the only you know the only key element it's you know uh, perseverance and discipline and respecting tremendously what you do and respecting first and foremost yourself and i think that translates to respecting tremendously the audience as well. Uh, and it's just a matter of, you know, you know, Pepe Aguilar, which is a very famous singer, he said, this, this career is not a sprint race. It is a, a relay race. It's, not, it, it's a hmm. marathon. Yeah. You know, it's not like a hundred meter Usain Bolt shit. It's, it's, like, it's like you really have to run for, like, like for forever in your life and never get, this, never get discouraged because that will kill you. I mean, in any field, I believe, you know, you, you, you have uh, a lot of obstacles in life and you just have to over, overcome them. And, and uh, so, but I mean, what has happened to me in the U.S., it, it has been a miracle. It has been a blessing, a humongous blessing that, of course, it doesn't come out of nowhere. Like, I've, I've paid my Absolutely. dues and I have paid the road, of course, for over 25 years. But, um, but it means the world. I mean, it's just, I, I'm, I just cannot believe I, you know it's just the news just i'm sorry if i'm not being very eloquent no, but the perfect. news just came out like 30 minutes ago yeah <laughs> and i'm still like gathering my feelings of emotion but uh but it is amazing i mean what can i tell you it's just it's just a blessing i'm so happy and of course this was all thanks like you very well said thanks to jane and thanks to the cw and jenny Ehrman, of course and mark pedowitz who gave me the opportunity of showcasing my acting um in this beautiful beautiful show that we have and and you know people have liked the, the the character a lot. They 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 laugh with Rogelio and they feel with Rogelio. And I think that um, I have to owe this uh, progression that has happened here in the U.S. I have to thank uh, Rogelio de la Vega as well for for this. I I have been known to say both in things that I've written and things that I've said on the air that Rogelio de la Vega is the greatest character on television. Um, so I, <laughs> I love you, that. And, Rogelio and, Rogelio would tell me 
you are welcome because thanks to me you have this gift. <laughs> that's that's, all. that's I love that. That's what Rogelio would say. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you able to channel him at any point? Can you pull him out at any point? Is, is he just always always there with uh, uh, some some words of encouragement in the back of your head if you ever need him? Definitely, definitely. Well, I've been playing this guy for for five years now, so of course I remember you know his iconic scenes. And I remember very well, you know, I want my daughter to have the pleasure of knowing me and all these uh, wonderful <laughs> one-liners that Jenny Ehrman and her amazing team of writers, they, they write for me every single day. One journalist once asked me, so why would you like to ask for your character to be different? I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I mean, no, <laughs> nothing. It's no. Per- I mean, I would be I would be very ungrateful and completely out of context with the reality if I if I think that my character needs something else. I mean, this is just a dream come true. I I, I get to play a funny, well balanced, extremely well written character that has given me so much. I mean, so so much. Yeah. Hence the 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 press release that came out this morning. Yeah. Well, we're, I want to get back to Jane because uh, I have so many questions that I'm sure, sure you're not going to be allowed to answer. But um, my well, and, and honestly, because I might not know them. Yeah, <laughs> I figure I know they keep you guys in the dark on that, which is what's so fun about the show. But um, exactly. we'll get exactly. back, we'll get back to that. But I um, I work for a a theatrical publication, so I've loved uh-huh. as a fan of Jane and of Rogelio to see you get a chance to do some things on stage over the last few years in the U.S. Uh, knowing full well all of the experience that you have uh, have had it, it previously in your career. And one of the most enjoyable things that I've had over the last few years was to be able to watch your social media backstage at the Hollywood Bowl when you were doing Mamma Mia. The, the <laughs> excitement that you had around that project was so contagious. Um I, oh my God. I, I loved, I loved, I, I don't live in LA, so I didn't see the performance uh, other than videos that people posted, but I loved following around your backstage and rehearsal oh, videos. You. I honestly tried to do, there was one Instagram story that I'm like, I'm like, guys, I'm going to show you how big this venue is. I'm going to walk all yeah, the way up. I remember. Okay. Ha- okay. Well, three quarters of the way, I was out of breath. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to show you all the way up because I will not make it. And I have to sing two songs with Jennifer Nettles. And when, and when you sing with Jennifer Nettles, there is no option for you to fuck it up. Like there is no, that, yeah. that's not an option. Jennifer Nettles, she is a freaking angel. When she opens her mouth, little fairies give birth. So it's like, I have to, I have to keep my stamina. So I'm going to go back down now. But it's a, such a huge venue. And I could not believe we have, we had the privilege of having three uh, pretty much sold out nights and, and, you know, Catherine Marshall, as you know, I don't know if, if I talked to you about this, but it was amazing to sit down and say, okay, now where are these characters coming from? This was the table work. And I'm like, what? This is mamma mia, for the love of God. It's just, so papa, chupapa, like, there's no, and she was like, oh no, my dear child, you're so mistaken. And then we started talking about, the background of Sam Carmichael and why he didn't get married, blah, blah, blah. So I think Kathleen, who is super, super brilliant, was able to, to imprint in us as actors a, a, a real backstory there of feelings, of emotions, of heart, of why Sam, Sam Carmichael left the island, why, they, why he came back, etc. So of course that, really gave Mamma Mia a completely different level 
that I believe, I don't know if it was you or another person that writes for for your either broadwayworld.com or broadway.com, I, I don't remember well, they say, wow, in the Mamma Mia, in the Broadway uh, show of Mamma Mia, the, they, the send out of the three last songs of the play was in a way like, yeah, we, we realized that the story wasn't that powerful and, and that good. So we're going we're gonna to send the audience with these three amazing songs for them to <laughs> yeah. remember this yeah. and remember how fun it was because the story didn't quite, you know, was there. And this reporter, this journalist was like, this time, I, instead of having that feeling, I didn't want the party to end. Like, it, it, gave, it gave the place such a different level of, of heart and engagement and emotional engagement, engagement that the, that the actors probably didn't have, you know, in the Broadway, in yeah. the Broadway show. Yeah. Well, that, that just seemed like I, I was living through your excitement to be able to do that. And you've played Billy Flynn on Broadway and you played him on uh, in South Florida at a few of the tour stops. Um, so I, after Jane, I was, you know, thinking maybe we're going to get. Jaime back uh, on Broadway at some point. Obviously, this is better because we get to see you hopefully every week if this show moves forward. Uh, but <laughs> at some point, hopefully uh, during a hiatus or at some point in the future, we'll get you back on stage uh, in the States here oh. here very soon. But um, Well, that's, that's the thing that I like to do the most. So that would be a dream come true. To be on stage, you do musical theater. If I had to list what I'd like to do the most, Number one would be without a doubt musical theater. Do you, do you have a specific role that either you've played before and would like to play again, or a role that you've never gotten to play that you would that you would like to? I think Sweeney Todd. I would love to oh. to, to embark into the Sweeney Todd territory, and I am a humongous, humongous fan of The Greatest Showman. Uh-oh. So if they ever bring that to a show, to to a Broadway show, and I think that Hugh Jackman is doing like a tour. Yeah. where he's going to be like singing some of his songs and whatever, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be quite the show, the greatest no, yeah. showman on Broadway. But if they ever do that, I will give a kidney <laughs> to play that role. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> I actually, he was, he was taking his concert to the Hollywood bowl uh, as well, but yeah, it's not, it's, it's oh, more wow. of a concert where he's doing some of those songs, but not an actual exactly. stage show. So exactly. no, I, but playing, playing that character on a Broadway stage would be my, I mean, a gift awesome. from the gods. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's turn now, uh, as I've got a few minutes left here, and and talk about. No, Jane. you have whatever you want. <laughs> We're back uh, for the final season of Jane here in just about a month, and and I, for fans, it, it's a it's a. It's like a win lose because we're so excited to have the show back, but also a little sad because it's the it's the end. What are the emotions like for for you in the cast as you have embarked on filming the last last season to know that you're back together, working together, doing this amazing work, yeah. but also knowing that it's the beginning of the end? Well, we have we have been having a slow reality checks that makes us a little bit sad. Like for example, uh, we have lines where. You know, Rogelio tells Jane, I don't know, because if you, whatever, I might not see you again. And then we pause and we're like, holy shit, we are, wow. Yeah, we might. I mean, it's never going to happen because I love Gina Rodriguez to life. Of course, yeah. And, and, and of course, we, we have become a real friends. And this is not like a, like a project friendship kind of thing. We, we have true and sincere friendships, all of us, thank God. But it feels like the other day I was doing a scene with Gina and, and, and we were hugging and... and uh, 
and then uh, we were doing a, a change of setting of the camera, and 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 Gina was a little bit uh, sad and crying on 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 the scene, but right? I mean on the actual scene, not not in real life, right? And 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 we were like, oh yeah, you were you were supposed to be teary-eyed here. Give us a second, and boom, we both went into the teary-eyed situation, and and Gina looked at me, and I looked at her, and she was like, I just realized these are the last scenes we're gonna be together. We, we, we're gonna be doing together. And I started fucking crying also, and we started crying. So, you know, that the, the, the reality is kicking in, but also we don't concentrate in that. We concentrate in the, in the beautiful journey the show has been and, and in the joy that the show has given us as actors and, and the audience and, and, and critics and the journalists that thank God we, that, you know, they, they like our show, especially the audience and you guys. And, and that means the world. And I think we're concentrating in the positive feelings of, of what a wonderful journey uh, gender virgin has been instead of, Oh my God, it's so sad because this is going to end. It's like, no, we are still going and we are still living inside of Jane's universe. And so we, uh, we will keep celebrating that until we no longer can. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, how far? Um, I, I I think you can tell this because I've seen it on social media at times. But how far are you in in shooting so far? We have to do uh, six. Uh, we have to do seven. I think we're going to start shooting five fourteen. Uh, they started shooting five fourteen today, okay. but I, I don't work today. But they started they they started doing five fourteen today. We do a seven day per episode, and then. I believe 519 will be a recap episode, so we'll not be oh, okay. gonna we're not gonna shoot that actual episode, and then five and then five, wait no five no we have 18 shows this season. Uh, 517 will be the recap show, and then 518 will will be the last show we shoot, and and that will be our 100th episode. Oh, that's amazing. That's perfect symmetry there uh, that you're able to end it on that yeah. that round number. Well. You, you mentioned exactly. you mentioned the relationships that uh, not just you and Gina have been able to form over these past you know, five years or whatever, but the entire cast as well. And I think that's and obviously you guys are all tremendous actors, but that camaraderie and that love and what feels like a family translates through. And I'm sure even if you didn't have that, we would still think it is. But there just seems to be something extra about the relationships that the literal family on the show has that comes through you know, with these characters and all of the incredibly tumultuous telenovela type things that, that they go through. Was that something that happened initially or did it take time to develop that on set through the, through the work and the companionship that you had? Or was it, was it instant with this group? Well, of course, friendships take, take time to, to develop real friendships. Sure, so, sure. But, but I remember having the first table read and when, you know, the classic table read, when you read with Mark Petowitz and all the executives and whatever, and you're there like, like uh, reading the script, like, like zoo animals, and they are, they are all, all looking at you with a face like, uh, you don't really <laughs> convince me, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. So we were doing that and we, and we finished and we had an, a big round of applause and everybody was happy. And then all the cast, we hugged. We do like a we did like a like a team like a team back kind of like football thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we embrace each other and said, you know what, guys, no matter what happened with the show, if it gets picked up, if if, if it gets ordered to series, whatever happens to this show, let's promise ourselves that we will always love each other or at least respect each other and keep our feet on the ground, and be grounded and be and be humble and be thankful that we will have a job. And I think mm-hmm. those words were 
the, 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 those spoken words were so sincere that it really, they got impregnated into our DNA at that moment. No, no pun intended with things getting impregnated with that show. Um, so <laughs> good one. <laughs> uh, well, and did you, did you know at that point that obviously, like you said, you weren't even sure if it was going to get picked up, but just from that first table yeah. read in that first episode, did you know that there was something special uh, about that script in that group? Yeah, no, definitely. Since I first read it, I was in Mexico shooting a project and Imagine, and I, I'm just realizing that this, the project I was shooting was the the thing that we're doing for CBS right now. It's like a oh, wow. like an adaptation. It's incredible, it's incredible. So I was talking about life cycle, right? Yeah. So I was I was reading, I was shooting that in Mexico, and I was reading the pilot. I had I had three three direct offers, believe it or not, and I say believe it or not because certainly I didn't believe it. I, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, whatever, direct offers. So where do I do the audition? And my manager, my managers were like, no, stupid. The direct offers mean that you, you just say yes if you want to do the project. I'm like, what? How does that work again? Like, <laughs> I didn't understand the concept of, yeah. a direct, of a direct offer, but I had three scripts. One was a little part in Narcos. One was another one for ABC. And then it was Jane. And without a doubt, and by far, the, the most creative script and the, and the most beautiful script was Jane, without a doubt. So, of course, we went back and forth with my managers. No, but ABC is a bigger network. I think, and I'm like, yes, I'm sorry, but the script is not that good. I mean, the script is not that good. And we cannot forget why I became an actor, which is to, to play beautiful projects and, and interesting characters. So, I thank God I chose wisely and, and we decided yes. to go with Jane. Yeah, I am very thankful for that as well. Um, so, me too. <laughs> yeah, you you mentioned you mentioned that table read and how important that was to kind of setting the trajectory of uh, of this show in the right direction. Definitely. Uh, a few months ago, um, we got a little. I mean, at this point, it's getting close to you know nine nine months or so. We got some video of another table read you guys did for the last uh, the season four finale uh and also yeah. featured a lot of hugging when it was revealed that uh brett dyer walked into the room and everyone went crazy um <laughs> and i'm still getting goosebumps just thinking about that moment but uh, yeah. i'm sure yeah. like like we said a minute ago you, i know you can't tell us anything but i do know that brett is back to being uh at least announced as a series regular for this with the relationship that michael and rogelio have what how's it been having him uh back as a part of the show well as, as a fan of the show you know very well let's let's just let's just say it yes. because that's a reality yes. the real love story is michael and rogelio <laughs> i mean people get confused yes. they think it's jay but no it's michael and rogelio so uh, no, it was amazing because we, like you, like you know, Jenny Ehrman does, doesn't tell us what's going to happen next. So we didn't know that Brett was coming back to the show. So we're reading the script and, and they're like, a, they're like a, and then so on, my friends, you know, the narrator is saying, and, and so on, my friends. And then there's like a page missing. And we start like, wait, is your script missing a page? Is, your, is yours missing a page? What, what's happening? And we all were looking at each other like, what the fuck's happening? Where, where is the page missing? And then Jenny takes out the page boom, puts it on, in front of her and starts to read. And so it is, my friends. At that moment, when Jen saw Michael for the... I, and we're... I mean, I'm telling you this story and I'm getting goosebumps. And, yeah. and as, as Jenny is reading, Brett walks into the room and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it was the same way the audience. In this show, oh, yeah. the audience must know, must know this. 
the same way they get surprised and the same way they get excited about, about turn of events is the same way we at the cast get excited about turn of events. Well, uh, it's been an, an incredible ride over these last four seasons, and I'm, I'm so excited to see uh, not only what happens in this fifth season, but also what happens next for, for you and for everybody in the cast. It's, it's been a joy to watch, and it's been a, a, an honor and a joy to talk oh, to you, you today. And uh, uh, continued success and, and good luck and break a leg with this CBS pilot, and uh, I'll be rooting for you. And if, it, you, if whatever, if, whether it's on CBS or on stage somewhere, I'm, I'm excited to uh, follow along with whatever happens next in your career. You're so kind, and I really appreciate your kind words. Thank you. Thank you so much for always championing the show and championing my, my job. It really means a lot, so thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me More. My name is Matt Tamanini. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. You can reach out to Broadway Radio on both Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find links to all of Jaime Camille's delightfully joyful social media accounts in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com. Tell Me More is produced and edited by me. Special thanks to Jaime, Edgar Dennis, and the man without whom none of Broadway Radio is possible, James Marino. Thanks again for listening. And remember, memories, good days, bad days, they'll be with me always. Also, always get a second scoop, and when you get the chance, ask people to tell you more.